Daredevil, the director's cut. This week I'll be looking at three superhero films, all which have director's cuts. And what inspired me to do this was Daredevil, the 2003 action-adventure film starring Ben Affleck. I remember being a young boy and watching Daredevil, the 2003 version, and thinking to myself, that is a superhero film that's rated 15. That's that's a rare thing. Like, you want them to be 12 ace, so you can get the fans in. I thought it was brave back then. And it was. Daredevil was a brave film. It was a film that really wanted to double down on its drama as opposed to its action. As if the director wanted it to be a storyline of crime and thriller with capes. And upon listening to an interview with Mark Stephen Johnson, that's exactly what I heard was that he was disappointed in the film because the theatrical version was an hour and 90 minutes and his director's cut was two hours. And he said in an interview that this version that you see as a theatrical release was what he thought as the action movie and this was the story movie. And I thought, what an amazing thing to say about your own film. To burn it like that. To burn it literally to the ground like that. What you've seen is Tosh. What I really want you to see is this. This version is what I want you to see. I thought, for half an hour more, what's he got in it? Turns out the actual entire plot there's a new character introduced and the entire film makes sense the pathos of the movie is outstanding because of these extra 30 minutes there is an entire subplot where matt murdoch defends a man who has been implicated by the kingpin and instead of a revenge thriller it becomes a crime drama there's courtroom scenes where matt's trying to work out what to do next and who he should become and in it is this plot line you forget how brilliant a film can be when you've totally forgotten about it John Favreau's in a Marvel film way before he directs one. He plays Matt Murdock's best mate. It's even brave to have Michael Clark Duncan as Wilson Fisk. That big, overpowering character is exactly who Wilson Fisk should be. And his casual nature towards violence works perfectly in the role. Even Colin Farrell is brilliant as Bullseye. I mean, Colin Farrell is 100% hamming it up. They might have just paid him in slices of ham, but he's perfect in it. And yes, the CGI is ropey still, but I still like the film. I still think it's a brave and interesting movie. It's still got something to say about the Marvel Universe and the blind vigilante gimmick is one that's quite rare. I enjoyed Daredevil, the original version, and I enjoyed the director's cut so much more. And for all of its sins and how invigorated the series now is, I could say confidently this could stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with any of Marvel's previous work before the reboot. For obvious reasons. You can't compete with the Marvel Universe, but you can compete with its previous work. All the X-Men's, all the Spider-Man's, I'd put this Daredevil director's cut up there with those. Maybe below Spider-Man 2 because it's one of the greatest superhero films ever made. However, okay, it plays second fiddle to Spider-Man 2, X-Men 2, then probably this. That's how high up I'd put it. Yeah, why not? There. They'll do. That's how great this film is. It has invigorated my... Oh wait, Hellboy. Okay, fourth. Fourth because Hellboy was so good, but it's not a Marvel film. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. We're keeping it, we're keeping it at third. We're keeping it at third. It's Spider-Man 2, X-Men 2, this. That's a hundred... Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. I was thinking Fantastic Four, but Fantastic Four is awful. But there was the Ang Lee... Oh, forget, stop it now. Stop that. 100% this film sits third on the pre-Disney Marvel film. But, ah, but what about the Wolverine? I forgot about that one, didn't I? And Logan, actually. No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. I'm still... Uh, this is like a nervous breakdown for you all. No, I am standing with it. True, the special effects are OP, but the plotline more than makes up for it. And the classic psychotic villain in Bullseye, the reserved mob boss in Kingpin, the unknown hero and the best friend who's just trying to make it all work plays together perfectly. Of course Jennifer Gardner's still in the film which that's not great 
but the rest of the film is smashing. And the cameos are amazing. You just don't know who's in this film until you rewatch it. I mean, John Palantio is in it as the news guy. Who remembers Kevin Smith in this movie? Probably not him, actually. He's on a lot of weeks. But okay, okay, I'm, I'm getting off topic again. Now. Third, third greatest Marvel film before the Disney reboots, before Iron Man, is 100% this movie in the director's cut. The other version, as in the original cut, was probably eighth or ninth. So it's gone up a couple of places. Six places. Six places is good. Honestly, if you can, watch the director's cut of Daredevil. It's so much better and greater than the original. And the storyline finally makes sense. And it undoes all the previous sins of the last one. And it doesn't have the Punisher in it, which is kind of awesome because, as we remember, I wasn't a big fan of that film. It doesn't take heightened senses to know that this Daredevil is 100% worth your time. Oh, this time I can't believe I couldn't see in the dark.